The following podcast is sponsored by StructureTech. When I started eight years ago, there were four, five inspectors, one radon technician. Everything was very, very primitive. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. My name is Bill Ulrich, alongside Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman. Say hi, gang. Hello. Hello. Good to be here. Virtually. Yes, on this wonderful August day in Minnesota when things were warm, and we will be appreciating this weather six months from now very much. Yeah. Anyway, Bill, I, I just want to address our voices because, you know, we were, we were all doing the podcast from home for a while. And then we went back to the studio and we wore masks in the studio. At least most of us did. And it, it just sounded muffled and I hated it. So we're, we're, back, we're back to doing these, uh, these podcasts remotely. So there. Yes, with my fantastic new microphone that arrived on my doorstep. <laughs> I was like, one day this box shows up. I'm like, well, well, what is this? I thought it was toner for my printer because it said toner on the outside of it, but it, it, it ends in an O, R, not E-R. So thank you very much. I hope, I hope my voice sounds better than it did. It's great, Bill. It's great. You're, you're warm. It's like you're sitting right next to me. Fantastic. Well, with that in mind, let's go ahead and introduce who our guest is for today. So Lisa is on with us. Lisa is one of the cornerstones of Structure Tech. She works on the client care coordination side of things, which means in fancy language that whenever anybody kind of wants to get on the schedule and have the Structure Tech experience, she's there helping them get what they want. Lisa, you've been with Structure Tech how long? Eight years. That's a good while. What does Structure Tech feel like today compared to what it felt like eight years ago? Is it, have you seen a fair amount of growth or acceleration in the way we do business? Oh, definitely. When I started eight years ago, there were four, five inspectors and one radon technician Everything was very, very primitive in scheduling. We used paper logs to call all of the seller's agents to get lockbox information. Sometimes we would get that as the inspector was sitting in the driveway waiting to go in because they didn't have access information. So it has changed a lot, not only from the growth with the amount of inspectors we have, we added moisture testing, just a whole lot of different services, but also we have the ability now to schedule the inspection through showing time. So we get lockbox information very a lot faster and a lot easier. And we implemented a scheduling system, ISN, which has also been a huge lifesaver. So it's just, it's completely different, even down to the phone system. When I started working, I was using my cell phone. Now we have a structure tech phone system where we have everyone's linked together. To get into the system. <laughs> right, so yeah, things are just uh, night and day from before. How many steps does it take to actually get one of these things off the ground from the time somebody says, hey, Lisa, can you help? And till the time we deliver the report, how many touches do you think actually take place in that process? Oh, a couple dozen. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. lot. I don't think we inspectors have an appreciation for all of the steps involved in actually making that happen. At least not most of y'all. 
I'll tell you, yeah. I used to be the one carrying that book around back when it was me, my dad, and Dwayne. And <laughs> I answered the phones like during inspection, well, not during, but in between inspections. If my client wasn't there yet and they're not going to be there for another hour, I would take that schedule book around the house with me. I mean, I, I remember scheduling inspections on roofs. I kid oh. you not. Oh my gosh. And just because I just, I answer the phone because if wow. I don't do it now, I'm going to have to call them back later and I might not be able to eat my lunch in between inspections if I have too many calls to make in between. I would try to not let them go to voicemail and it sucked. I can't imagine how it works for any single person home inspection company. Can't imagine how they do it. So yeah. Lisa, when you started, you're supporting five people, maybe six people yeah. roughly. Mm -hmm. And now we've got a, a much larger team. Are we still kind of that one to six level type of thing? Or, or are you guys juggling more balls than you have in the past? No, we're definitely juggling more balls, but it's manageable. We've got a really great client care coordinator team. We work really well and we're just able to get stuff done efficiently and quickly. What does five years from now look like? What do you think this place looks like? Will people be answering phones or will it just all be automated? No, I honestly cannot see Structure Tech going to automated. I think that just that person contact is important. And that, you know, really what sets us apart from a lot of, of companies is just that we have somebody answering the phones seven days a week. And people appreciate that. And I don't see us moving away from that. But I do see us probably doubling our client care coordinator team. Yeah, because we're going to double our uh, capacity. That's right. goal for us in the 2022, Ruben. We're doubling. That's right. We're going to be adding a lot of home inspectors onto our team. So, Lisa, we have we've we have six client care coordinators now, or five, five. We got five client, five. and like two of them are fairly new within the last yeah. months. Just a random question: like, what's the highest amount of inspections you've ever scheduled in one day? The most me myself. Yeah, by yourself. Thirty. Thirty. Wow. Yeah. 35. That's crazy. That's just crazy. And now that we have yeah. a few more helpers, how many inspections are you scheduling a day? Today, I think I scheduled 12. So a little bit more manageable. And for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, and there's not just scheduling. It's just there's so many things that go into what the client care coordinators do. For instance, yesterday I scheduled I think four inspections. It was a busy, busy day. I think we overall scheduled almost 30, but it's just there's so many other things that need to take place, questions people have, and being the most senior client care coordinator, you know, that stuff tends to fall on me. And so, yeah, I was busy all day long and didn't have much scheduling to show for it, but everything got taken care of. Can you answer most inspection questions just because of the learning through osmosis that's happened over the years? You feel confident yes. in that in that arena? Yes. And it's kind of funny that sometimes I will second guess and question myself and I will call an inspector just to get their feet on it. And I'm always usually right spot on. So what's the hardest question you've ever been asked by someone? Like what kind of questions do you get that just throw you for a loop? I got one. How about now, now with COVID and whatnot, we send out the notice saying sure. you got to wear a mask, blah, 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 blah. How about what, what do you do when you get a response from a client that says, I ain't wearing a mask to the inspection? Yeah, we, we got that last week or a couple of weeks ago. And my response was, I understand that you don't desire to wear a mask, but it's our company policy. And if you don't want to wear a mask, then 
you can wait outside, not come to the inspection, or find someone else. I mean, in this instance, I was fortunate enough that I could also get their agent involved and he helped smooth that process along. And I believe the client came to the inspection wearing a mask. So it all ended good. That's good. You just hate to have any unnecessary conflict in an already high emotion situation. I mean, buying a house is kind of filled with a lot of tension at a base level. And then having to deal with some of these other sort of outside pressures right now just turns the pressure up a little bit. Makes it a more difficult day for the people out in the field having to navigate both for the sure. emotion of the sale, purchase, and the emotion of people's political viewpoints. So Lisa, let me ask, what's one thing you wish that everybody knew when they were calling to schedule a home inspection? I would hope that they would know the address of the home that they're <laughs> wanting to, <laughs> to schedule the inspection at. What's the, ins- uh, what's the address? Get- I don't know. It's in Apple Valley. So. You get a lot of people who call <laughs> exactly. to schedule an inspection for a house in this general area? Yep. And it's like, well, can you be a little more specific? The inspectors kind of like to know, you know, exactly where they need to go. And, <laughs> and plus we need, we need that information to, you know, figure out pricing, length of inspection. I mean, there's a lot, but there's a lot of people that call up that want to have a home inspection. I'm like, okay, what's the address? Oh, I don't know. I don't live there yet. <laughs> is a, is a response we get a lot. Sure. Sure. What's the latest you've ever scheduled an inspection? Like not for the inspector, but you, like you took a call at 1 a.m. or something. What's the weirdest time? So I would say 3.30 a.m. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, it was when I first started with Structure Tech. I think I was probably working about two months and phone rang. So I answered it. You know, I was sleeping. It was the middle of the night, maybe it, an issue with one of my kids, whatever. No, it was to schedule a home inspection. So um, I had to like put different ringtones on my cell phone and an unknown number came up. I learned very quickly not to answer, but I've scheduled inspections everywhere. I mean, I've traveled on vacations and been in the car scheduling inspections and Lisa, when you're talking to people and you're scheduling, I'm sure you kind of get a feeling for kind of the personality type that you're talking to. Like, you know, are they really nervous and anxious and and very detail oriented? Or are they more laid back, you know, easygoing? And, you know, as a home inspector, (laughs) I've been in situations where I would appreciate some sort of like a heads up on someone sometimes. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm going to have to really take my time and be a little bit more patient with this person or you know this person is a little bit more laid back maybe I can kind of go through things faster has the office considered doing some sort of like rating system it's called the Spicoli rating system is it It goes anywhere from hey dude to oh my god I got an F on my test do you have a way of like marking out people though that are like whoa this person is going to be you know hands-on like we need to give them to an inspector that can handle them or or not Oh, certainly. I do. I, I you, you can tell a lot about a person just by the language they use and their tone and what they're asking for. And I certainly, I mean, do schedule one inspector over another. Not that there's any one inspector that's better at our company than others, but, you know, everybody has different personalities. And I, I do try to match that. And if something clearly is like, wow, okay, this is something that the inspector needs to know, or, you know, this person's really nervous, they might need some extra, you know, hands on. Um, I do try and 
and note that for the inspector because any heads up you can give, I'm sure is is appreciated. But yes, I do a lot of scheduling based on clients' needs. Those clients go to Tessa. <laughs> they, used, they used to. They used to. <laughs> I think I had one week where I had two two clients that were I don't know. I don't want to say difficult, but exhausting maybe would be a better word. And I was like, Lisa, man, what's going on here? (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to another inspection company at a, at a conference one time and the wife was the one who handled all the calls and, and scheduling. And she said that they had a rating system where, you know, they had their own little, little internal system figured out so that they could give each inspector a heads up on what type of client they were getting. That's awesome. Okay, so let's do a quick poll. Uh, Ruben, who's your favorite client? I'd say the engineer type, the one who wants the answers to everything. I, they're, they're kind of a pain in the butt because they need a lot of talking to, but I like the fact that they want to know how everything works and I like explaining it. Gotcha, Tessa? The opposite. <laughs> I like someone who has probably bought and you know a house a few times. They've been through the process. They they kind of get it, and they're probably a little bit more laid back. So they're not so nervous. They're not so anxious, and just more of an easygoing personality. Hands down, for me, my favorite clients were always immigrants. And these poor people, when they got next to me, I had more questions for them than they had for me. So I always enjoy investigating the immigrant story, the why, the how, the what brought you here. Back when, I don't know, probably four or five years ago, I used to challenge the clients when they would say they were going to the home inspection. I would say, okay, I have a task for you. I want you to try and stump the home inspector. I said, come up with a question that they cannot answer. And I said, and if you do that, let me know. Um, I never got any calls back saying, hey, I stumped the home inspector, but I think it's just maybe setting their focus on thinking a little more than being nervous during the inspection. Yeah. So Lisa, do you ever think you want to be a home inspector? No. I've been asked that when people have called and I've answered their questions and they're like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Are you a home inspector? And I no, I'm not a home inspector. And they're like, why not? And I simply tell them because it's too much work. I don't want to go up on roofs. I don't want to go into attics. I get paid a great amount of money to sit and answer the phones. And if I was out inspecting, you wouldn't get your questions answered when you call. So. Oh, <laughs> did you have any idea what this business was like before you got into it? Absolutely not. Tell me the Ruben and Lisa story behind the interview. I was looking for a client care coordinator and there was somebody in my network group. It was Karen Lamb who was friends with Lisa. And she said, Hey, you're looking for somebody. I know somebody I'll send her your way. And the rest was history. That was about it. My pops and I were co-owners of structure tech at the time. We interviewed Lisa and we're like, yeah, she's it. Let's do it. And you probably spent a day or two at the office training and then uh, we let you out on your own. Was that sound about right? I spent about four hours in the office and then went out on, because Neil was doing calls in the morning and then going out on inspections in the afternoon. So I think we sat in the office for four hours on a Monday and I listened to him answer calls. We went out to an inspection. We're there five, 10 minutes and the phone rang 
And he said, here you go, do what you need to do. And if you have questions, come and ask. And then on Tuesday, we went on inspections all day. And I did the scheduling while he was inspecting. And by Thursday afternoon, he said, I think you're done. And you can uh, stay at home and work from home tomorrow. And the rest was history. The Neil Saltzman Client Care Coordinator training is brief. It's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of autonomy that you're giving very quickly. A lot of trust. He says, you're doing great. Yeah. And we haven't changed a thing to this day, have we? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. A little funny backstory is that I beat Nick Pickard out for the scheduling spot. Yes. Yes. Oh, really? Nick was going to be a scheduler? <laughs> That's what he interviewed for. He interviewed to be a client care coordinator. My dad and I, when he left, were like, he's not a client care coordinator. He's a and he wants to be a home inspector. He's doing this to get his foot in the door. We're not hiring him to do this to go on to this. We need a client care coordinator. So we didn't hire Nick, but then we called him like six months later or something like that. And we're like, hey, we need another home inspector. Now you want to come back and interview again? And <laughs> yeah, and then it worked out. Yep. So there's this song playing in the back of my head. It's, I'm not sure who sings it, but it's like, tell me about the good old days. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Sometimes it feels like this world's gone crazy. we didn't get to ask Lisa that's a good one Bill you should ask it it was about client expectations like you know people that used to call 10 years back versus people that call in today like what are some of the biggest changes so Lisa tell me about clients and and expectations and what have you noticed over the last eight years how different are the clients that we're dealing with oh they're as different as our scheduling process you know it's pretty easy they wanted a home inspection maybe a radon test and that's all that we provided then. They knew what they wanted, um, and that was that. We have so many other services to offer them now, so many other different inspections, and their expectations are really high. You know, they're calling us because they want a very thorough, very easily scheduled inspection and that's what we provide do you think their questions are are i don't know how to say this other than say it but are the clients now uh presenting as more intelligent home buyers than they did eight years ago oh for sure yeah they they ask a lot of questions really important for a lot of clients to have an inspector that's ashy certified because you know as everybody probably knows there's no licensing for home inspectors in minnesota and so they're looking for those ASHI certified home inspectors and they ask a lot of questions about the inspectors. Let me interrupt you for a quick second there because I've said this mm-hmm. for a long time. That's the way it was when I was scheduling home inspections. I would get so many people saying, are you ASHI certified? <laughs> I never had one question about a certification from any other organization. It was always ASHI. And that was the number one reason that everybody on our team joined ASHI is because I want to be able to say yes to that question. But how about you? Do you find the same thing? Are there any other organizations that people want us to be certified by? No. But they ask for Ruben, right? They say, can I have Ruben inspect my house? The guy who does all the blogs. I want a Ruben certified inspection. It's really changed a lot in that 
probably Ruben is only requested once every a few months. He's not requested very often. I fiving myself right now. I think we should but, auction Ruben off sometime at like a, a charity <laughs> fundraiser. I don't have any tools anymore. I gave up my tools. I couldn't do an inspection if I wanted to today. Yeah, I disagree. But uh, <laughs> do you ever think about that? Maybe your kids' school when they're uh, when they're trying to raise some money, you, you volunteer to. You know, <laughs> I mean, they auction off like. Yeah. All kinds of different things. You yeah, can we, stand up on the stage that. in your tool belt. Yeah, we've done that, except we, we auction off an inspection by Structure Tech, not by Ruben. You might get a higher price. <laughs> I don't know about that. So if, if y'all are trying to raise some money and you're in this market, in the Twin Cities marketplace, Ruben has volunteered to be auctioned off. I, don't I think that's what I just heard. That. I don't remember saying that at all, Bill. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're about out of time. Lisa, thank you for coming in and kind of talking about the good old days it's always fun to reminisce a little bit i haven't been here nearly as long as you so you you bring a really fun perspective you've been listening to structure talk a structure tech presentation my name is bill ulrich with ruben and tessa and special guest lisa we will catch you next time thanks for listening For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, contact us at StructureTech.com.